You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. So how to make good habits inevitable and bad habits impossible. Victor Hugo, author of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. To beat questionation, he locked clothes away until done and the book was written and published two weeks earlier than anticipated. I'm not too sure if you don't remember the story about that. Um, yeah, I do. I think they gave other examples as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But yeah, the main one was okay. about The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> that was a really good one. A commitment device is a choice you make in the present that controls your actions in the future. It is a way to lock in future behaviour, bind you, bind you to good habits and restrict, restrict you from bad ones. Another example of this could be to remove your, your phone from close proximity by leaving it in a room or undesirable location before bed to prevent you from using it in bed and having to get up to turn off the alarm in the morning. So commitment devices are useful because they enable you to take advantage of good intentions but you can fall victim of of temptation. It goes on to speak about, no, that's the last part, how to automate a habit and never mm. think about it again. The chapter summaries on 176. Did mm. you have any questions before before we move on? Um, no, um, I think okay, this is a very, very short chapter. Yeah, it was. Um, it's, well, something that I noted down was things that, things that can help with making habits inevitable are meal prepping, if you want to eat healthier, Turn off no, no, um, notifications, which I think you just mentioned. If you want to concentrate and have no distractions and trying to make automatic things, try to make things automatic, sorry. Sorry, trying to make and trying to autom automate things like using technology, i.e. obviously for your shopping, obviously, which I think we discussed in the previous chapter. Mm -hmm. Cool. Chapter summary. Yeah. The inversion of the third law of behaviour changes make it difficult. A commitment device is a choice you is a choice you make in the present that locks in better behavior in the future. The ultimate way to lock in future behavior is to automate your habits. One-time choices like buying a better mattress or enrolling in an automatic savings plan are single actions that automate your future habits and deliver increasing returns over time. <laughs> Using technology to automate your habit is the most reliable and effective way to guarantee the right behavior. So part 15, the cardinal rule of behaviour change. We are more likely to repeat a behaviour when, when the experience is satisfying. This is entirely logical. Feelings of pleasure, even minor ones like washing your hands with soap that smells nice and lathers well are signals that tell the brain, this feels good. Do this again next time. So pleasure teaches you, pleasure teaches your brain that a behaviour is worth remembering and repeating. That's on page 185. But on the flip side, have you experienced something that's not satisfying, but a habit was made from it? Uh, yeah. Um, what story can I give? Satisfying, but a habit. running? No, 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 no. Um, um. So when we was like thirteen, eleven, twelve, thirteen. I think I was thirteen, mm. and um, where was I going? I was going to somewhere. I think I was going to like um, when I was under 18 raves or something mm. and I was with two people 
And basically, um, on the way there now, we there was a group of guys and they basically surrounded us. Mm. Yeah. We didn't get jacked, but my name was actually on the door. My name is someone else's name. And another person who was in the group name was on the door. Mm. And the youths basically said, um, and basically they knew my name was on the door as long as someone else's because they, um, they traveling there. It was weird. There was someone else. There was someone else. We, we caught bus and there was someone else on the bus. This was all co- just happened to ha- happen to happen. Ha- mm. Happened to happen. There was someone else on the bus who knew us mm. and knew them, but wasn't traveling via us. Just ended up on that same bus, mm. which was so said safe, blah, blah, blah. And then what happened was that person knew that we, that person who we knew was chatting to us, said, blah, 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 we're on the door. Well, our name's on the, on the door. Yeah, yeah. Got off the bus now, walked to the venue and the youths came round us mm. and they were like, blah, 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 what's your names? Basically. Yeah. And they stuck it on us. And so like, we just gave it the names basically. Yeah. Mm. It was the one and only time I've been kind of G checked, if you want to call it that or whatever, mm. like robbed, not even, I didn't get robbed, but my name got taken and used essentially. Yeah. So um, ended up just going, I think it ended up just going home. But then that situation caused me to not want to travel south, basically. Yeah. For, t- <laughs> for time. So basically, I just ripped South London off. Like, and I didn't travel south for time, 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 time. Because, yeah, like, I was like, them, them niggas over there dodgy. Like, simple <laughs> as that. And like... Until my twenties, early twenties, I didn't. I had no. I had no reason to be in South anyway. I don't have family over there, and I didn't have friends. I do now, but like I didn't. Everyone was always been over the north side of the river, west. It's understandable. So like that was a that caused a chain reaction where the habit was I'm not going south. Okay, okay. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. And that only happened when I was a child. Yeah. What about you, P? Um, I didn't have that example to begin with. Actually, mine was quite simple I think I looked at a passage where I think you you mentioned something I'll read it anyway then I'll go on to something which has just crossed my mind mm-hmm. so you think you said this and um, with good habits the immediate feeling is not enjoyable but with long term but with long term the outcome is and with bad habits such as dieting eating that pastry the immediate feeling is enjoyable but the long term <laughs> outcome isn't mm. but as to what Mason said um you said travel, but it just like crossed my mind. Obviously, when traveling, backpacking, traveling, um, um, <laughs> um, some of the things that they tell you is to be careful. And I guess, obviously, I had one one incident, obviously, where I was robbed by the police and stuff like that. But even, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm sure I would have had thoughts like prior, uh, but obviously after, because you've learned a lesson, just to be careful, really, whether it's the police or... Um, locals let's say for example I don't really remember having any um, I had no incidents with any locals I don't remember anyway um, but just to be careful really and just you know to, to um, safety and numbers mm. and things of that nature really but actually I tried to well I kept myself in numbers in that instance actually but well is that an hour habit though um, when travelling yeah I'm very aware travelling yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yeah when I have you know, um, um, try not to prime you for that again. Um, when I have... Lockdown fucked you over, bro. Yeah, I know it did. When I have, um, it does cross my mind. Yeah. You know, it's important to be um, more than one up. You know? Stay vigilant, stay on guard. Yeah. You chuck grenades at, come on. You know the rest. Yeah. Do you know what? When I, when I was thinking about this example, um, what sprang to mind for me was... <laughs> When me and my brother was, was a lot younger, I was younger than thirteen. Like mm. We was we was uh, little pups. Our dad used to 
always make us sit up straight, mm. like back shoulders, like shoulders back, sit up straight. No matter what we was doing, we could be sitting watching football, and just from the back of us, you'll just hear a bark of shut. And it's just like it was like it was like being um, told by like a um, army, yeah, commander or something like that. And it's just like every moment you got, we just had to be sitting up. So. But obviously at the time, you're a child, so you're thinking, oh, this, he's just bugging, do you know what I mean? It's like, Lamy, man. But obviously, growing up now, and our posture, just me and my brother's posture is just very, it's straight. Like, we always sit up straight for our back shoulders, do you know what I mean? And it's just like a, naturally to sit like that or walk like that. But it was because of those early habits that now, the fruits of its labour. But at the time, we wasn't seeing it like that, do you know mm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. It wasn't satisfying at the time, but later on down the line, it was um, something come of it. Yeah, hard to do in the present, but mm. delayed gratification. Exactly. So, Wrigley's story, I don't know if you can recall it, but yeah, it goes on from 1891, it became a worldwide habit, and that's chewing gum, that is, by adding flavours like spearmint, spearmint and juicy fruit. They made the product flavourful and fun to use. They took it a step further. They pushed it as a pathway to a clean mouth. <laughs> Tasty flavours and the feeling of fresh mouth provided little bits of immediate reinforcement and made the product satisfying to use. That's on page 185. What is rewarded is repeated. What is punished is avoided. The mismatch between immediate and the delayed re- rewards. Compared to the age of the brain, modern society is brand new. In the last 100 years, we have seen the rise of the car, the airplane, the television, the PC, internet, smartphone, and Beyonce. The world has changed much in recent years, but human nature has changed a little. It's on page 188. Tech and marketing companies manipulate our desire for short-term gratification, of which we're aware of. Why do you think we continue to accept it? We're just getting pushed from all bloody angles, man. With that's consciously, subconsciously, it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. That's what I think, anyway. Yeah, it just doesn't stop, man. It's, and also, it's about having the power to. Oh, great example. So earlier this month, right, there was one day you said, "Oh, I'm not about for the day." Mm-hmm. And I, in my head, I don't know what that reason was, but in my head, I was like, "Okay, yeah, maybe it's my tech free day. Yeah, 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 exactly. A, a social media black, not a social media. Yeah, a, yeah a tech free day. Yeah, yeah, literally." Do you think in this day and age in society, for you, it's possible to have a tech-free week? Mm-mm. No. I mean, I could. It would be a struggle. My it's, life... It won't be convenient, would yeah, it? Yeah, it just would be yeah. inconvenient. Like, the reality is um, I'm too far in to yeah. not be able to... I, I have to use technology to and operate. benefits as well. So, I, I, no, of course, of course. I use the same example in that in, in relation to your question and about how things are pushed at us and us accepting and sometimes we reject but on the main accepting everything that's pushed away it's almost impossible for us it's almost impossible for us to disregard and reject everything it's almost is just mm-hmm. because of the way society is in the environment we live in mm-hmm. oh that's a good point um so there's a lot of good things you mentioned there but i had to kind of backtrack into the previous chapter um because i know it speaks about friction um, and I just think our our resolve as humans, I don't think we have much. I know that obviously there are a few one percenters, et cetera, et cetera. But by and large, I don't think humans are very, I don't know if this is going to be controversial. I don't think we're very smart. 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not to say that there's other smarter beings out there because mm. um, evidence would suggest otherwise. But I mean, I think we struggle with any form of resistance. Um, what do you What do you mean? Okay, cool. I think in one of our group chats today, I think someone and, I, and I've, funny enough, I mentioned this um, over the years actually as to some of my um, experiences whilst traveling. So I've said. Like whilst I've been in these countries, traveling, whilst I have been in these countries, what I've noticed is there have been um, protests and stuff like that. And I remember being in particular when I was in Bolivia, someone said, um, you've got any plans on leaving La Paz over the next couple of days? Well, that's not happening because they blocked, basically they blocked somewhere. Mm. So I think whilst there was a lot of upheaval in this country, maybe a couple of years ago, and we used to obviously have debates as to what should happen and why it should happen. Mm-hmm. And as I think I have some examples I, I gave were as to blocking the arteries. So if you block the arteries of the city in terms of travel, mm-hmm. then people will be forced to listen. And I think in and around that time, that's when Extinction Rebellion came about. And what they, and they were blocking, boys. Yeah, they were blocking off um, loads of the bridges and putting weird um, things in central London and Oxford Street and Bond Street mm-hmm. there for a good week or so. And what does it do? causes upheaval and it forces people to have conversation um i have um done what i usually do which is actually forget the question um, <laughs> just to um, come on to that for you what however can- sorry uh, how, uh, however <laughs> however as you mentioned before i still have forgot the question but it's like i still <laughs> what what it is i wanted to say was as Go humans on. as you mentioned before we are i don't want to say lowest common de- denominator but we 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 veer towards doing the easiest thing mm. So in times of of difficulty, the first thing we do, I don't want to say we cower, but we go, we, we, we kind of veer to the left and go, actually, I'm going to do the easy thing, you know? Example though, because I, put, I want to push back on that. But I, want to, I, want, I want to hear your exp- explanation of what you mean first. Okay, cool. Um, I don't want to, th- okay, I want to use, I'll use, I don't want to say I use Mason as an example, but I think it's good to use him as an example because he's on the podcast. Whereas I'm going to try to think of something football related. So I know he spoke of some of his difficulties in having structure, but at the same time, we've praised him as to some of the structures he does have, which have made him successful. Mm-hmm. So at this moment in time, if you're asking me, someone who knows him very well, mm. I think he resorts to doing the easy thing. And he mentioned it mm. as to scrolling YouTube. Mm. That's yeah. very easy. Mm. It's a very easy thing to do. All right. So that's, that's on a micro that's on a micro, but on a macro, as a more society-based um, perspective, do you think that we d- all do that as well? 100%, because now it goes back to something I remembered, all right? <laughs> as to the discussion in this group chat. Thank God. So I, I, I didn't actually, I didn't respond to any of this, but people were saying, someone said, I think, early this morning as to, well, I think it is Savage Javid has said that there's going to be no vaccine yeah, required for the NHS. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not being funny, like, well, not that no anyone said anything silly. I'm be, I'm very aware if we had a bit more resolve and resistance, mm. more friction, prepared to you know provide more friction, as the book says. Mm. You know things like this would have happened a long time ago. As to go on, no, go on, yeah, go things on. like this would happen a long time ago. As to um, the NHS staff not needing um, vaccinations and stuff like that. But do you say that because and I don't even want to go into this whole not too much COVID. either kind of non-COVID jab whatever blah blah all that shit it's just an but, example yeah no, of course current. but we're, we're here now but like see so you're saying that um, if we had more resolve but then you'll look at the papers and you'll see that there's the whole the whole arguments against um, anti-vaxxers as they call them and 
how they're being almost marginalized or were being marginalized at one point that that that's a section of society that was not willing to go ahead with what's just being fed to them basically so do do you know what i mean do you still take that that standpoint that we as humans are just willing to accept anything that's given to us 100% particularly in this country iPhones top top shop high street market um um shopping this down the phone we are soft as shit in this country in particular the UK mm. whereas like the example I gave us to um Bolivia I'm looking at people who have got nothing now they're going to shoot they're blocking that shit and mm. you guess what you ain't going nowhere for the next three four days yeah, but, all right we've had this because you got to remember in this country people have without some people without even realizing it I've got a lot to lose, but also mm. you, we're fed over here, yeah? We're fed over here about being a gentleman, being civilised, abiding by the law, abiding, <laughs> like, and we're fed that from such a young age that, like, you know, just be, not not obedient, but there's a way to demonstrate and protest. Mm. All of this kind of stuff we've, we've been fed, and this goes back to my point about how you can't even block it out even if you tried the way we've been fed. And mm. all they need is the majority. So you might have the minority who's, like, the anti-vaxxers who might... Um, have um, and they're still marching through London. Not that like they're burning down buildings; they're still yeah. on the march. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? But you might have the minority who are against it and so on. But in this, in Bolivia, for instance, or not even Bolivia, but certain regions, I just come from Mexico. People are they've got nothing. Not in a rural. Some of them's got literally nothing to lose. They don't even have a proper home or something. Jamaica, they got shit. So if them getting out there and really believing in something like they're gonna they're willing to die for it because actually they're only one step ahead of one level above death as it is if that makes sense it's in mm. terms of how society sees them sort of how they see themselves over in this country bro like in the uk we've got it so much better not saying we've got it good we've got so much better than in so many other parts of the world that actually as you said now nah, i'll just chill at home and protest i'll be an internet protester i'll be because actually i've got central heating and i've got a tv and i've got netflix and i've got do you know what I'm saying? No resolve. But that's because we got, But do you not think that it's you're saying no resolve, but there's there's uh, there's there's we're in a rich country. Like our poor are are in comparison to the rest of the world are not poor. Like someone that's on a in our society where we live in England, United Kingdom, whatever, they would call like the working class the poor, right? But in another country, the poor could still the poor could still move around. They could still do things. So therefore, as Mace was alluding to, there's a lot more to lose, even if you're not even considered um, in a a desirable part of society per se. So therefore, like going against the grain, it's it's. If you go and start protesting and kicking up a storm, there's a possibility of you getting arrested or whatever, what have you, um, getting certain things taken away. So rather than, that's why it's a lot easier for, for people just to accept it and be like, okay, I want the easy life because I've got it cushy here. Like, mm. especially if like, for example, and it's probably a general, general statement, but if you're on benefits and you're getting... And you'll be you're able to get by. You're able to get your milk, your water, your your bread, and your, your fags or whatever, whatnot. Mm. If they tell you right, if you start writing or protesting, all your benefits are locked off. What do you think they're gonna do? It's like, alright, cool. What you're gonna chill because that's the easiest thing to do, which is understandable. So it's easy for us to say, being where we are, that 
um, no one's got resolve. But if all of those things are taken away from us, I think people would stand up and be like, okay, now nah, this this is enough is enough. Like, we've we've got to to fight. But because we're in such a cushy, nice position, all the things, all our rights are getting taken away from us. But because, as you said, we've got Central Hawaii and we've got Netflix. You can kind of take all these other rights that we're not thinking about because we've got the, these things right in front of us. Yeah, we've got the essentials almost. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, you know, I definitely, you know, I, mm. we can probably go around in circles yeah, yeah, yeah. in regards yeah, to this. No, so course, I'm just going to touch on one yeah, or two things. Yeah, 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 so no. we spoke about in the previous part, motion and action. So prior to, or certainly at the very beginning of, of the pandemic, people were talking, oh, I'm not doing this, or I'm not doing that, et cetera, et cetera. Guess what there was a lot of? A lot of motion. When it came to actually action, a lot of people folded. So in regards to whether it's um, going to the football, in mm. order to go to the football, you needed to have a vaccination passport or you needed to have a vaccine. Mm. A lot of people folded. But truth be told, we all know football evolves, for everything evolves around money. Mm. You need people in the, you need people in the stands, etc., etc., etc. And unfortunately, people didn't have enough resolve mm. or resistance um, to back up or stand not even stand up back up their their thoughts mm. and their processes it, it just didn't have enough and I guess this again something else I've said in previous seasons as to myself and basically like touching on one or two things that you were talking about I think you mentioned what's the worst that can happen I guess one of the the ways I kind of live my life in some respect is what's the worst that can happen I'm, I'll never be homeless Never. To this one again. There Never. we go. There we go. No, no. Get, Never get your t-shirts you ready. Need to like get that S on fancy slogan and NFT that shit, bro. I will <laughs> never be homeless. So what's the worst that can happen? Never. It's not possible. Put some fancy font on that shit and slap that on open seal with his cool, bro. Yeah, man. That's an NFT still. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move on before we okay. go any deeper. Alright, you value the present more than the future. Usually, this tendency serves us well. A reward that is certain that is certain right now is typically worth more than one that is merely possible in the future. But occasionally, our bias towards instant gratification causes problems. That's on page 188. With our bad habits, the immediate outcome usually feels good, but the ultimate outcome feels bad. With good habits, it is the reverse. The immediate outcome is, enjoyable, is unenjoyable, but the ultimate outcome feels bad. What is immediately rewarded is repeated. What is immediately punished is avoided. If you had to choose between immediate or mm. delayed gratification in all that you do, mm. what would you choose? I'd choose delayed, but I'm not saying it's going to be easy because just a couple of examples. So what you said, I'll give like just... So like, for instance, I might say, yo, I've been... Or Poker might say, yo, I've been, I've been, I've been yamming down these bakery cakes this week, boy. Mm. But like that immediate gratification, which is good. And as soon as you've downed, you know, the pack of six, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, she, <laughs> I'm going to pay for that. <laughs> That's real life stories. Like, true stories. <laughs> you're just like, ah, oh. <laughs> oh man. Finish him. <laughs> yeah. So like, but no, I don't even use an example. But that's what I was say, like that immediate and then like that delayed gratification because sometimes you might be, you do the press-ups for instance, you're mm. saying, you, sorry, you gave the example of the press-ups. Mm-hmm. In that morning, well, I don't know how your brain works, but sometimes you get up in the morning and think, Ram has got a hundred of these to get through. Or you might yeah. be at 10 and be like, all the time. But then at the end, you're like, you, you got that feeling like, 
Yes, like, yeah, my day can start now. Mm, mm. So it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Um, if I had a choice, if I, if, if, I, if you, if you're asking me, what would you prefer mm. without actually having to do anything right now or having to do anything just verbally, what would you prefer? Definitely, I'm definitely one for delay gratification. All those, you know, those tests we've read in books before that they've done where the which one is that? Where they leave the child in the room? The marshmallow yeah, test. Where yeah. they leave the child in the room and say you can get enough, I think two, whatever it is, two marshmallows. Two marshmallows. If you don't eat this yeah. first one. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. I don't know at that age if I would have done it, but at the adult age I'm at now, easy. Like definitely, if you're saying I can have any, you can take f- I don't know five bags now or wait for a year and have twenty five bags. I'll probably wait for a year. There'll be people who can make that five bags, twenty five bags in a month. I'm w- I would wait for that year. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What about you, Pete? Um. Yeah, I think I'm delayed gratification. The reason why I say that is because now it's kind of like tried and tested. Um, but as you were speaking, Mason, I was thinking to myself, there are things that we are quite selective with, you know? You as mean? to, you know, like being fit and being in shape is important to me, but I may go past a bakery, you know? And I may go... <laughs> Yeah. Your problem is make it hard. You gotta change your route. You gotta make it hard. You gotta make it hard. You and identify <laughs> with make it difficult. You identify with bakeries. Make it difficult. Yeah, the thing is, you know, difficult. I've, got, the thing is, I've got better. The thing is, I have got better. You know, I. I the funny thing is, I, I walked past that one of the bakeries we put walk past in the morning. In um, no, in the morning after boxing. Okay. The one by the Elin. Elin, you know what? I'm yeah, I know about. what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, since I walked past her, I, I did look. I was looking. I was like, mm, tempted. I just thought of you. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it, though. I'm good. Not, not, not that I thought of you yeah, and didn't think that, yeah, but I, I just thought of you whilst getting past it. Yeah. But yeah, now go on, continue. These man will drive quite a mile. Nah, don't say these man. <laughs> no, I'm not involved in that not one. Not you, P and couple. Don't drive quite a miles for one little one pound fifty sugar ring donut, you know. I say it's the best donut. Don't swear it's the best donut in the vicinity of London. He's like, oh man, I went there once. I said, don't pick me up for this again. <laughs> kind of foolishness. Kind of foolishness. Oh, you know, I'm not going to go too much into that. I've actually got, by the way, I've actually got another one. Uh, sorry, that's my um, fault. Anyway, I'm not here to promote any other um, <laughs> bakeries, uh, eateries and bakeries. But there is a phenomenal one. I do know. <laughs> the thing is, I, I used to go um, went to Middlesex University for the latter part of my degree, and there was um, obviously there's a bakery there. Of course, there was. That's a Jewish one. All right, not that it matters anyway. But there's a bakery there. Phenomenal. All right, and literally, I've accidentally. Not, yeah, I've, gone, I've, I've gone past there a couple of times and I've gone, yeah. I'm in the area. <laughs> I never know I'm going to be here next. And then one time I, I went I went in there and the guy, and the guy was like, these are sick, like, these are sick. And I said, I know. I said, in the area. I said, where are you from? I said, Ely. He goes, Ely, you're here. I said, what? I said, no, I mean, I'm here. You know? I've got to pop by. <laughs> But you choose, you're choosing delayed gratification. Yeah, so, no, yeah, delayed gratification. But as I said before, I think some things you are selective with. You know, like, you know, I'll, I'll run again, you know. Yeah. I'll do a second run. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, but he goes on to say, our preference for instant gratification reveals an important truth about our success because of how we are wired. Most people will spend all day chasing quick hits of satisfaction. The road less travelled is the road of delayed gratification. If you're willing to wait for the rewards, you'll face less competition and often get a bigger payoff. As the saying goes, the last mile is always the least crowded. It's on page 190. Um, and I did you know what I did note down actually the marshmallow test in terms of being another example yeah 
Uh, next part. How to turn instant gratification to your advantage. The ending of any experience is vital because we tend to remember it more than the other phases. You want the ending of your habit to be satisfying. The best approach is to use reinforcement, which refers to the process of using an immediate reward to increase the rate of behavior. And that's on page 191. Immediate reinforcement can be especially helpful when dealing with habits of avoidance, which are behaviors you want to stop doing. It goes on to say, it can be hard to feel satisfied when there's no action in the first place. All you're doing is resisting temptation. There isn't much satisfying about that. It's on page 191. The identity itself becomes the reinforcer. You do it because it's who you are and it, and it feels good to you. The more a habit becomes part of your life, the less you need to outside, the less you need outside encouragement to follow through. Incentives can start a habit. Identity sustains a habit. Do you require the identity before the habit or vice versa? I'm unsure. Um, I'm unsure people actually, I don't want to say, no, this is wrong. I was going to say I'm unsure people know their identity, but I'm unsure people can write down what their identity is mm. and then work out obviously the habits they need to adopt, if that makes any sense. Because um I think it made some very, very good points as to, I don't know if it's in this part, but it talks about what well, certainly I wrote down, like athletes. So a lot of athletes kind of like lose themselves, certainly for like a year or two. Yeah, they also lose themselves and um, they struggle with their identity. Oh, but yeah, so they lose their identity um, and then so have to find themselves. But I guess, I think the point I was making was a lot of people don't actually know what their identity is. So it's yeah. sometimes very, very difficult to actually trace or track down what habits you should actually be following. Because I'm not too sure people have... I don't really have to think about it because obviously maybe the monotony of, of day-to-day life. Mm. In fact, I'm not saying it's a good or bad question, but like, how would you identify, identify yourself? I mean, I mean, I know it goes on to say that it's um, forever changing and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. but it can be quite difficult to kind of like pin down, this is what my identity yeah, words, is. Yeah, specific words or yeah. descriptions and stuff. Mm. Yeah, so that was me. Um, chapter summary mm-hmm. on page 193. <coughs> The fourth law of behavior changes make it satisfying. We are more likely to repeat a behavior when the experience is satisfying. True. The human brain, the human brain evolved a prioritize immediate rewards over delay rewards. The cardinal rule of behavior change. What is immediately rewarded is repeated. What is immediately punished is avoided. To get a habit to stick, you need to feel immediately successful, even if it's in a small way. The first three laws of behavior change, make it obvious, make it attractive and make it easy. Increase the odds that a behavior will be performed this time. The fourth law of behavior change, make it satisfying, increases the odds that a behavior will be repeated next time. That's, that's powerful, that last one. Cool. How to keep your habits on track. A habit tracker is a simple way to measure whether you did a habit. The most basic format is to get a calendar and cross off each day you stick with your routine. For example, if you meditate on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, each of those dates gets an X. As time rolls by, the calendar becomes a record of your habit streak. That's on page 196. What one habit would you track and why? Track? Um, It'd be maybe negative thoughts Mm. or anything where I doubt myself. Good one. Um, that's what I think. Um, even today, actually, like when we, well, obviously when I was driving in, I noticed that I got frustrated with a few drivers, mm. and I was actually asking myself, why am I, why am I even angry? There's no need to be angry. And I thought, is there anything underlying 
mm. as to why I'm like responding because on my day to day, I don't really say nothing. I see them. I just like, I might just shake my head and just mm. uh, go about my business. But I know over maybe the past, like, oh, now I know why. I said, I had to pay for a tire today. That was it. So <laughs> yeah. So I know, cause I almost feel like it's been a wasted day. Like, I mean, I've, anyway, so yeah, mm. I think that's the underlying thing. Um, yeah. It'll be habit. Um, sorry. Uh, moods. Okay. What about that's you, man? One. Um, what happened with that track? Why? Um, what the habit I should track is is the amount of procrastinate, procrastination I do, but I don't track it. Um, I mean, one example that I gave previously was in relation to, and actually it's in relation to the chimp paradox, in relation to um, my immediate reaction to something and being able to delay that response. So the example I gave at the time was the whole um, um, road rage. But just being able to, be able to like, to have someone say something to me or something happen, which in the past I might have reacted to without thinking, but just having that five, four, three seconds out to just actually um, realise what the impact my approach might have in the situation in the, in the next two or three steps. So that's probably one of the things. And I, I feel like I've, it's not like I've purposely tracked that on any piece of paper, hmm. but I know it's, I, I can feel it and I know it's something that naturally I do now. Like okay. I'll, the way, I, the way I like respond or the way I speak to someone, even in a situation where I might not be happy or might want to get across my thoughts and opinions, it's important to recognise the way, similar to what you said about how your business partner responded to you after your phone call, it's important to get across the way that someone might react to the way I in, um, interact with them. Mm. So I say that's one of the things. And because I manage a team on my son, at my Sunday job, I am... Um, I've realised that over the years as well, because I'm working with people with different personalities. Some are older, a couple older, a couple younger, and I have to approach how I speak to them in certain ways. I know what makes them tick. I might, what might trigger them. Do mm. you get what I'm saying? So yeah, that. <clears throat> um, my one habit that I'd want to track and why is a bit silly, but <coughs> um, I was thinking a bit as I, as I put the question um, together was when I say certain words, you know, when like, you have a particular word or phrase that you say all the time. Mm-hmm. I would want to sorry. track how yeah, many times. Yeah, or with, yeah, for P. But like... Et cetera, et cetera. I definitely don't do that. That's not me. <laughs> but like, I would want to record how many times I say it. Do you know what I'm, Yeah, yeah. See, something that I do, is, do you know what I'm saying? That's something I, I've picked that up on and I've listened back to like previous episodes and I say and I've noticed it, it's not just myself obviously a lot of people do it and they say certain things even when they don't need to say it but mm-hmm. they say it that's something I would want to track it's like a comfort thing or like a bridge sometimes it's a habitual yeah. statement or words that you just you just say so yeah I'd want to track that how to stick with good habits every day part 16 the paperclip strategy and that's on page 195 could you quickly Reiterate or not even reiterate, just give us a refresh on what that is. Which strategy, sorry? The paperclip strategy on 195. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. No, do you know what? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, there cool. is a paperclip strategy on 195. Cool, cool. So, I messed up still. I jumped a question. It's fine though, go for it. All right, all right, cool. All right, cool. I'll give you the story. Right, that's a long story. All right, cool. Cool. In 1993, 
a bank in Abbotsford, calendar, calendar, Canada hired a 23-year-old stockbroker named Trent. <coughs> Let's just call him Trent because I can't pronounce his surname. Abbotsford was a relatively small suburb tucked away in the shadow of nearby Vancouver where most of the big business deal... Fuck, why are you staring at me like that? <laughs> and I'm trying to think of story. You know what? I was thinking about the story. I, mean, I remember this story. <laughs> you know you can feel a man's eyeballs on you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, all right. 1993, a bank in Abbotsford, Canada hired a 23-year-old stockbroker named Trent. <coughs> Abbotsford was a small suburb tucked away in a shadow of nearby Vancouver where most of the big business deals were being made. Given the location and the fact that Trent was a rookie, nobody expected too much of him. But he made brisk progress thanks to a simple daily habit. Trent began each morning with two jars on his desk. One, I remember this. One was filled with, 100, one was filled with 120 pa- tw- 20 paper clips. The other was empty. As soon as he settled in each day, he would make a sales call. Immediately after, he would move one paperclip from one full jar to the empty jar and the process would begin again. Every morning, he would start with 120 paperclips in one jar and would keep dialing on the phone until he had moved all of them over to the other jar. Within 18 months, Trent was bringing in $5 million to the firm. By age 24, he was making $75,000 per year, the equivalent of $125,000 today. Not long after, he landed a six-figure job with another company. I'd like to refer to this tra- technique as the paperclip strategy. And over the years, I've heard from readers who have employed it in a variety of ways. One woman shifted her hairpin from one container to another whenever she wrote a page of her book. Another man moved a marble from one bin to the next after each set of push-ups. Making progress is satisfying and visual measures like moving paperclips or hairpins or marbles provide clear evidence of your progress. As a result, they reinforce your behaviour and add a little bit of immediate satisfaction to any activity. Visual measurement comes in many forms. Food food journals, workout logs, loyalty punch cards, the progress bar on a software download, the page numbers in a book, six-pack of jam, donuts, anything. (laughs) But perhaps the best way to measure your progress is with a habit tracker. (laughs) 